everyone. It's Teresa Judice, and I'm so excited to announce the Namaste Bitches are going on tour. What, what? Oh my gosh, Teresa and Melissa Feaster, that's me. We are bringing the party to Fillmore Silver Springs on Friday, November 11th. So get your tickets now at LiveNation.com. It's the Namaste Bitches live and in person in D.C. How dope is that? We can't wait to see you. Namaste Bitches live in D.C. Get your tickets now at LiveNation.com. Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're in an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printed official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you will get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping. With Stamps.com's new rate advisor tool, you can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There is no risk. And with my promo code POD, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD. That's Stamps.com, promo code P-O-D. Stamps.com. Never go to post office again. Hey guys, so welcome back to Wild and Basic. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about something kind of serious. Um, Only reason I'm saying kind of, it's just because I feel like I don't want to make every single episode super serious, but also I want to make it super kind of like helpful as possible. Well, as helpful as possible. Um, So little bit of a teaser on what this episode is going to be about. So essentially, we are going to be talking about capitalism. So this is something, I guess, like, it's not so random that I want us to talk about because, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like we live in a capitalistic society. Um, but mostly because I feel like, uh, you know, recently, um, you know, the famous TV show Squid Game has you know, been just popping around and like everyone has been talking about it and stuff. And honestly, this, that's not the topic I kind of wanted to make it about, but the, the reason I chose to make it is because there's some, um, interesting situation happened in real life from Squid Game to the director and the writer. So I just thought it would be very, um, like real to talk about because I feel like just kind of what he wrote actually kind of became true. Uh, and I feel like we should really take some lessons from it. Um, if you haven't watched School Game, it's totally fine because I'm going to explain some parts of it anyways. But if you haven't seen it and kind of want to see it, maybe watch this, listen to this after you finish the series. But um, yeah, because I might spill some spoilers for you. 
yeah, we will get into it in a bit. I feel like there are so many valuable lessons or just the, also like some cold but hard, cold, harsh truth that we need to hear. And I just feel like they are very cold, but it is something that sometimes someone has to tell us as much as we don't want to hear it. There are so many things sometimes I feel like we don't want to hear it, but you need to hear it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, before that, let's talk a little bit update and see what's what's going on with me. <laughs> I'm saying in a way that like there's so much going on with me. <laughs> there's literally not much happening. I'm still waiting on the studio to see when this will be fixed so I can uh, have this in-person recording. Honestly, like this is my, I hopefully last time complaining about this, but I'm just saying like, what are the chances that like this flooding happens right before my first recording? It's just like mother nature and God knows what. So I cannot say it. But anyways, we will get back to that. Uh, but something else I have been doing and I just kind of like also recommended this to other people. And um, it's just more because like I feel like this is something everyone has go through at one point. I feel like when you are um, like on a schedule or on a base that like, you know, you're always doing the same thing. I'm not trying to say like, I mean, if you have a like 9 to 5 that sounds familiar but also even if you have like a content creator job like mine or you have you're a freelancer or you just have your own business right i feel like even that case there are times that like weeks or days just become so similar um what i have done to make it i guess somewhat more bearable not to say like the those are not fun days like i feel like it is fun but i feel like sometimes like what happens is that like um, when we are so focused on work and that's a good thing. But I feel like if you are keep doing it at one point, you're just going to burn out and like can't do it anymore. And that takes it from your health. That takes it from many other things. Like I know sometimes I do this. Like sometimes I try to eat the lunch late or dinner late or just don't go to gym that day or go another day. Like it just there's these things that like sacrifices I guess you make. But then that takes it on your mental health. That takes it on your literally your physical health. And that's not healthy for you. So those are the things that I'm just saying like that like it happens as we go you know, get into our routine. Uh, so, but sometimes I feel like we need to break that routine to do other things. So we, we are not burned out and we do, um, I don't know, like we feel refreshed. Um, I feel like that's what the weekends are for. But sometimes I also don't want, like if you have the flexibility, obviously, don't also just wait for the weekend. I feel like if you feel like some days that like, again, if you have the possibility, some days like you just feel like you are, like you're just not going to be as productive, then don't do anything. Just relax and like, um, I don't know, get your mind up things. I feel like sometimes we don't realize that we need to recharge. Um, and there are multiple ways of recharging, obviously. Again, it's not the topic about it, but I'm just saying this is what I have been going through. Uh, so I have been doing a couple things. Like I've been trying to like change up my routine sometimes like um this is something i do quite a bit so like i don't feel as burned out like generally i shoot all my like content in one day i try to actually at least then the next couple days and stuff i just you know sit on a chair <laughs> then edit <laughs> edit 
edit and edit but now i have been just trying to like kind of mix up like some days i edit some days i um uh like do the content not just one day so i feel more like there's some sort of flexibility or kind of like a different um vibe or the environment i guess so you don't feel like it's the same thing repeating all over again uh you know like it's like you're not a hamster on this wheel that like you're just keep running running after for what well i i mean i'm sure you have a purpose but i'm just saying so other thing i have been trying to like do and i feel like that's kind of helps me maybe this is just for me and i have heard other people saying this too like when you have something to look forward to either that week hopefully that week i guess but sometimes like if it cannot be that week or like in a couple weeks or coming weeks that helps a lot because you feel like wow i'm working so hard but i'm gonna get this time or this week or this month that like i'm gonna spend somewhere i I mean it doesn't have to be super big you know it doesn't have to be like you're going to bahamas or maldives or um you know stuff like that but more like you know you're going to a movie or you have like dinner date uh or you are, I don't know, doing a road trip, stuff like that. I like that. Sometimes those things that that's something like that's not in your regular routine that becomes such an important thing that you're looking forward to and your brain automatically just like, you know, waits for that moment, but not just waiting for it. When you have like something to look forward to, you become more productive at least that's what works for me. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but I feel like that's what I have been trying to do. That's why sometimes I even say the same thing to my boyfriend that like, I'm like, okay, we have been doing so much. Like we've been just at home working and stuff like that. I'm like, we need to change things up. Like we need to go somewhere or do something. Like I try to, I mean, I try my best to do it. I feel like sometimes like, you know, again, like I totally understand and this is not something you can do all the time. But again, I feel like if you cannot do it every week, try to do it every other week or month. Like it really helps so much to just change up that routine so you don't feel so burned out because that's what I have been going through and I'm not ashamed to admit it because I feel like sometimes we try to cover up so many things not to share on social media. Hence, I wanted to start this podcast and like made this podcast because it is normal. Like it is totally normal that you don't feel motivated. You don't feel like you have something good to offer at the moment it's not it doesn't mean that you don't you probably do but like i feel like you just have been working so hard that like you need some sort of a break recharge i feel like we are so used to just like putting our phones to charge or putting our laptops to charge and stuff right and you know that when you make when you keep making them work and like at one point they just break like they need a break too and same thing applies to us i feel like we need that break as well so like we can feel refreshed and like things come to kind of become reset so you can come back with newer fresher ideas and um I'm, I also don't try to, like, this is the last thing I'm going to add to this part. Uh, I also don't want to try to blame, like, New York. But I feel like because New York is all about, like, this hustle and bustle culture. So you're, like, because everyone is always trying to keep themselves busy and, like, working. Sometimes that also pushes you that, like, oh, my God, let's, let me not take a break or let me not do anything that day. So I feel like, um, you know, sometimes we need to remind ourselves that, like, do something and fix yourself. I don't know, do something fun. 
that is just fun for you. It doesn't have to be fun overall to everyone. So so that you can, um, I don't know, get back to your routine and do your thing. Because I feel like routines are not a bad thing. You know, it's good to have a routine. It's good to have a schedule that, like, you know, you can control and everything. But you also need to change it up. So you just... Um, I guess live your life. Sometimes I also say, I, I try to like put this in my head. I'm like, yeah, work could be your passion. And um, I don't know, like the things that you do on a regular basis could be something you like doing. But try you. we also have to put this in our head that that's not just us. Like that's what we do. It could be something we do, but that's not who we are. Like Merce is not that or someone else is not just that you know we are more than that so I feel like we sometimes re- need to remind ourselves that so that I don't know we so that we our mental health our physical health is not in jeopardy so like so we are healthy <laughs> okay that was just my little bit of rant and like experience recently what I have been going through so I hope that was um meaningful and made sense so now let's get into um today's episode before we you know get into the lessons of this game let me tell you a little bit about the game and like some of the things that like you know um I guess behind it this game or like entire purposes of this game uh, I'm not gonna make it so like you know long or just like just a little bit of a summary so essentially you can know from this game squid game is kind of like people playing like poor people essentially because I feel like in the game uh, in the show essentially they are putting all these people who are so you know poor not just poor but like they have debt that they need to pay or they cannot afford to pay so that like they really need the money so badly so they're playing this game that that could essentially um you know end their life so and this actually reminds me so much of Hunger Games, which was very similar. And I remember when I watched this, <laughs> when I watched Hunger Games, actually, the reason I'm laughing is this because I watched this in another language. I watched this in Russian, I think. And it always reminds me, like, all the things that, like, I heard <laughs> while I was watching and it was on Russian. It's, it sounds more cruel, I guess, in Russian versus in English. I, I don't know if I'm making any sense. And in... um. Like Russian, it's like Hunger Games translates as like Galodny Igri, which is like, again, means like Hunger Games, but like it just sounds more harsh and like more, I don't know, like str- more like painful and like sad in Russian, I guess. I don't know my, but like that's just what it sounds to me. <laughs> but I just want to mention it, but like it's very similar in so many ways. But the main difference is that like people who are playing this show, they. Essentially, they are making it look like they have a choice, that they have a free free will. And, like, that's what happened, actually, in the first part of the game. They were like, oh, this is too much when they saw the people are dying. Then, like, they wanted to cancel the game. But, like, they are making it look like they have a choice, but essentially they don't. And that's very similar thing with Hungry Games, that, like, they didn't have a choice. They were, like, being picked. And they had to go through this. And that's literally the same thing. Like they were picked for sure. And they knew that they were going to come back. Because they're so desperate. And the thing is. Even if they didn't pick that. Like they didn't join the show. Or join the game. They would be um, dead somewhere. In the alley or something like that. Or they would end up dead anyways. 
like I'm not everyone is gonna die anyways but I'm just trying to say like they're gonna end not bad end very badly because of the situation and the life and like uh, because this two characters they're trying to take care of their family and stuff and like their mothers and stuff so I'm just saying like if even if they didn't play there's a chance that like that was gonna affect their you know life anyways so it's kind of like in the show it's making it look like we ha they have a choice but they necess they actually don't have a choice and the meaning behind this is essentially like showing it and this is very true I'm not even talking about the lesson but like essentially what our culture is nowadays capitalism and honestly that's what it is again as much as we don't want to hear it it's like poor like being poor or poor people or just like underclass I guess essentially being played used or made made fun of uh, by upper class and upper class I mean like upper class and really rich people are essentially getting richer every day that's for sure like nothing new and they are being used for uh, they, and, and they're amused by this entertainment um and I just feel like that's just nothing new, right? Like, that's one of the biggest examples from the, you know, from this game that, like, they're playing for this. And this entire purpose of this game is, like, because rich people are just bored. And they just wanted to see something that, like, they can enjoy, you know? They, it's, like, true uh, amusement and, like, entertainment for them. And I feel like this is a perfect example of how world works nowadays is that, like, every single day I feel like we see that, like, I don't know, more rich people getting richer with taxes and everything. It's like, they don't have to pay anything. And poor is just poor, you know? Uh, I just feel like it's just so hard to become rich if you're poor. Like, it's so hard to come from poor and to be rich. It's just very hard. Um, and there are some lessons in this uh, game that I pulled up from that I feel like it would really make sense and that's why sometimes it's very hard to become that but um, there are ways to do it actually and this is where the actual example I want to mention um, this happened very recently and I feel like it's something that we should talk about uh, so the actually the director and the writer his name is Juan I, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Juan Dong Yuk, I think. So he wrote this, you know, show and uh, he also directed it, nine episodes. So he wrote this because when he was having a difficult life, like difficult in terms of finances in 2009, I guess that was the time that it was economic uh, collapse. And he, I think he was directing a show or he was directing a movie at that time and he failed to get financing. And I think his mother couldn't get a job or something like that. And his grandmother too. And they had to get a loan and stuff like that. So this wasn't just like he made this up. Like he experienced this similar thing, like being in that very terrible situation in Korea. And he wanted to write about it because it's based on his, you know, his experience. He is, in his words, he said, this show is about allegory, about modern capitalist society. It's essentially the extreme competition of life. Um, I mean, just so true. Like, and um, sad part, this is where it's coming that I wanted to mention that happened to him. 
so when they signed their contract, when he signed a contract with Netflix, uh, they, there were no clause in the contract about the bonuses in case the show did so well because they were not expecting that it will do so well because the show became the biggest show of Netflix like ever, like ever in the century. And it was watched, estimated by 142 million subscribers. So, um, and it was valued under like, $892.2 million. That's just so crazy amount for just a show that's like one season and nine episodes. And um, he also mentioned this. This is just so sad. I mean, uh, he kept apparently having new ideas and rewriting them. Uh, he just said like the show, writing this show or making this show was emotionally, mentally, and physically draining. He lost like six twos during the production. Um, and after all this shit, like, it's just so, uh, sad, uh, he did not get any bonus, uh, from Netflix because Netflix is making, sh- made shit ton of money from this. He got, uh, like he got something like, I mean, just, uh, what the regular money he would get right for a show, but he did not get any bonuses from the biggest show ever because apparently everyone has been asking him about like, oh, you must be so rich, you know, like Elon Musk. And he's like, actually, no, like, yeah, I have enough money to put foot on the table, but I'm not rich as there were no bonuses in my contract. So he's not getting any of it. So again, perfect example of capitalism. Um, Netflix is getting all the money while the director and writer who wrote this thing while he was you know, suffering in his, um, in 2009, um, just getting probably, uh, like, cents. I mean, I'm sure he's getting more than that, but I'm just saying, like, in the, in the big eye, it looks like he's just getting cents. That just, um, I mean, that's very unfair, but, you know, capitalism, and that's why I wanted to, uh, mention it. I just feel like, um, this just happened in real life and that just so um like i sad to hear i mean netflix is probably so happy about it so i'm not gonna i'm not saying that netflix is doing a wrong job but i just hope that he was smarter that's why i feel like sometimes it's so good to have like um lawyers that they can put clause in your contract so you don't get screwed like this anyway so let's get started in the lessons so there's like a couple actually there's a lot of lessons but i just narrowed it down to five so let's start with number one because this is like happened from the first to the last episode and i have talked about this quite a bit on this uh podcast so let me say it success especially from this show but in general in capitalistic world success is only like five percent hard work and 95 percent luck and none of this actually is optional. It is so true. Like, especially in this show, like, this guy who's the main character, you know, who got the money, like, he's been working a lot, right? But, like, he never uh, gets the opportunities. And the times, especially even in the show, like, the reason he made most of the, he won most of the games is not because he worked so hard. It's just because he had the advantage but, like, because of something else. Like, it was just pure luck. Like, in the first game, like, the green light, red light, Ali, I think that's his name, was holding him. Like, otherwise, he would be dead. He would be shot. Or in the cookie game, like, 
like he didn't know about this he was just staring at it for so long <laughs> then he looked at it and he's like oh this is what it is like he had to lick it so it will melt like um in the, or the other show uh, in the very end game that like he was waiting and he he was so indecisive about picking the number he just chose a random number and he didn't know if he was gonna die first or he was gonna last he was gonna be the last one so he didn't know but it worked in his favor. Again, that was just pure luck. And I feel like that's so true when it comes to just, like, uh, life now. <laughs> like, um, and I mentioned this before. I think you kind of make your own luck. But also hard work comes with it, too. It's not just luck. And I wish I could say that, like, it was just 50-50. And it's not. And we, I, I feel like we can never even know if it is going to be... Um, more percentage of luck and less percentage of hard work. I feel like most of the time it is less percentage of hard work, but sometimes, you know, life surprises you. So all I'm just trying to say is like they both work in your favor. And I have talked about luck way before, so you can definitely go back into one of the episodes about luck. Um, but in this one, I just want to mention this, like that was a perfect example of how work, how life works nowadays. And it just makes... Um, I don't know, a lot of sense. Again, very sad that that's how life works, but I guess that's how the capitalism <laughs> it is nowadays. Um, second thing, it was saying that, like, it's not a fair game. Uh, it's just an illusion. Because they are making it look like it's a fair game, but it's actually not a fair game. And that was, like, actually the part, like, I was just so um, kind of, like... I mean, I'm, I I don't think I was surprised, but I'm just saying, like, like it's just very unfair. Again, but that's in life, too, because they were trying to make it look like it's a fair game. Like, everyone can win. Everyone can, you know, get there, right? But uh, there are so many parts in the game that, like, they were trying to make things harder. So it becomes more enjoyable and entertaining for the, I guess, VIPs, the rich ones who can enjoy this game. Like in one part, like when the this guy, I guess, used to make glass and he knows uh, the he knows the difference between certain glass, like how it shines, but then they turn off the light so he cannot see. So how is that a fair game, right? And I feel like this is very, uh, very, very accurate when it comes to just life and the capitalist life nowadays. Um, everything is all about capital. Um, life is just not fair game like i feel like um, like we sometimes want to really really admit that it's a fair game it's just not um people move up from you people do i don't know people achieve better things than you or people get to other places that they probably don't even deserve um i mean i'm I might sound so salty, but I'm just saying, I just feel like we can look at it and be like, how come that person achieved that or that person did that? And uh, there are times that, yeah, that person deserves it. But there are times that you're like, how the hell did that happen? Because life is not fair. So that just, <laughs> that's just what it is. I'm just saying like sometimes people get to places um, by cheating or um, by just getting there because it's, um, someone helped them. And number three, this one is actually very, very important. And again, I feel like it's more to do with what I was trying to talk about in the first one. Skills, talent is just not enough. And luck has to be there. And that's very true in nowadays world too. It's like, um, 
I feel like there are so many people, like so many people who are who have skills and who have talent. Even the people like if you don't have skills, you can have skills later. Like I feel like no one just born with skills. Like you know, you, you have to develop it. You have to learn. But talent is something I guess you are born with it as much as I guess I don't know. I feel like some people disagree with that. But what I'm just trying to say is like even if you have it, that doesn't mean that you are guaranteed for success. Um, so again, that's where it comes to luck. And I just feel like, uh, and I remember um, when I was first, like, I don't know, getting interviewed for jobs. Like this was, I don't know, when I was like 18 or something, I was trying to get my first job. And um, when people were looking at my resume and they were seeing all these, like, I guess, impressive things for them, you know, about like, I know this coding and stuff like that. And they were like, what makes you so different, you know? Like, what is so different about you that is not the same as other people that I have seen on their resume? Because everyone can put it in their resume that, like, I know HTML, I know, like, uh, PHP, I know WordPress, or, like, you know, I know this coding, I know Shopify. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like technically everyone can learn this. What makes you so different? And <laughs> that's just the truth. I feel like... um we can try to be so different in so many ways with our skills and talent. Um, but at the end of the day, that's just not what gets the job done or that's not what, I guess, like, uh, help us, like, move forward. Sometimes the way you present yourself, the way you, I don't know, way, work your way up, that's how it works. Like... In the example of nowadays, it was in the job interview, you can show that like you have talent and skills, but the way that you maybe talk to the HR or talk to the person who might be a hiring manager is going to affect how, if you're going to get hired or not. And I have heard this from so many people. This is just kind of very strange. I'm glad I, I'm not in that job field or anything, but like I have heard from the HR like themselves telling me that like there are so many times they have declined people who have like perfect skills and perfect um I don't know like they're like perfect for the job they are definitely sometimes even over the overqualified it's because they know that it will not work for the company because of the way they treat themselves or the way that they talked or or just they didn't think that it would work for the team not because of the skills and talent. And it's just true. I feel like sometimes uh, companies, they even hire people who are who don't know so much is because they know that they will learn over time and they're going to be fit for the job. So I feel like there's um, definitely more to do with it. And that's very true. So, And there's actually a couple more that I will conclude it with. So this was actually a very, really, really cool example uh, that just came towards the end of the show so in the beginning of the show when the main character you know the guy uh, uh, he was so like he was poor you know he was asking for money um, for I guess like this lottery instinct right and no one was gonna give him the no one was gonna give him money like and I think he was only asking maybe like ten dollars or something right he was like no one was gonna give him anything because first he looks poor and he acts poor I guess Again, I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying, like, this is what it shows in the show. But it shows that, like, towards the end of the show, he's rich. But I guess maybe he didn't have cash. Like, whatever. So random, right? Um, 
or he didn't have that small cash, I guess. He was asking um, this bank teller that, like, because bank teller was like, oh, my God, let's do something with your money, like, because he has so much money, right? Like, And he's like, actually, can you just give me, like, $10 or whatever, right? And bank teller was like, of course, of course, like, here you go. Like, he was so, like, delighted that, like, he even asked him or anything. And that's so true, like, um, like, nowadays, I feel like if you're rich asking for money, like, people would be, like, love to give you money. Like, I, I guess it just really depends on, like, how you're asking for it. Um, there's, like, very good, ex- like, good way of saying it, essentially, that, like, best way to get money, after all, is to not need it. Like, because I feel like when it looks like you don't need it, that's when people are going to give it to you. It's so funny, like, this is, like, so accurate in this world is because, like, so many times I have seen this, like, really rich celebrities or just celebrities, right? Like, they would go into this, I don't know, like, makeup store or whatever because they're, like, they just launched a new product, right, at Sephora or whatever. And they would never have money. Like, they would never have any money, which just shocks me again, shocks me. And someone would give them money to, like, buy something of theirs, Again, shows the like that like people love to give money to rich people, uh, versus like if you are poor, you know, even if you ask small money, they're not gonna give it to you. Um, I feel like there's so many other examples that might come to that that like uh, maybe I cannot think of right now, but I just thought like this would be really um, another good example from the show. Again, all of these are just so sad um, to hear, but just something I feel like uh, in today's society and last lesson I wanted to put in here says that like um, the value to society is pursued by your ability to perform and this is very very accurate is because like people see you in a certain way based on how you look and based on I guess who you are and what they know about you from the surface like in the show woman and old man is just treated the weakest like they're just weak because you know they're one of them is old and another one's woman because woman is weak like i guess that's what's considering right and because of them it's like they always everyone is always looking at them that like they are lost cause like no one is like they're gonna be so not helpful i mean that's so true in nowadays world too it's like people already have like perception of you I guess based on like where you come from or you know uh, even what your gender is or what your um you know identity is I guess and they're automatically gonna judge you based on that and that's why they're never gonna give you the money that you need or something like that I feel like this is something could be so true in so many ways like the you know when it comes to women-owned businesses or black-owned businesses or I don't know, the times that, like, you know, you have a very great business idea, but it's because it's presented by someone who is minority that's not getting enough money because it's presented by someone who's minority versus some old white man or just white man. So I'm just saying, like, just, like, examples. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm not a good example to say this because I am white, but I'm just trying to say that, like, um, that just how society sees things. Uh I have experienced things in different ways that like uh, because I, I guess I'm young for what I am doing or what I have 
been doing and people tend to never take me seriously like ever I, I don't know maybe it's because of the way I dress or the, because of the way I look it's like it's very hard to automatically show like just show them like what I have like accomplished and then I have to prove myself multiple times so that they know uh, what I can do for them or what could work um, I'm just saying these are just some examples that like it is very true in today's world that sometimes uh, I feel like it's always covered up or just like I feel like deep down we all know all of these but sometimes we don't want to accept it and it's just so sad part of it uh, it's even so sad that like people are even making money out of all these things based on the show so they can you know I don't know make a few bucks out of it they opened like Squeak Game Tournament, Squeak Game Cafe, it's gonna be, I guess, restaurant even, like, it's just so sad, because, like, I feel like they missed the entire point of this show about uh, capitalism, and how people are just trying to um, make money off of things just for their entertainment, um, I don't know, it's just, it's so mind-blowing, but again, very, very sad at the same time, so, these were just some of the lessons from the show that I hope um, that made sense for you guys. And I hope you guys like it. Uh, if you do want to watch the show, so I would definitely recommend it. It's a bit dark, but these are some examples. I feel like there are some really, really good examples from the show that you can take away from. Um, again, a lot of people might also disagree with this. So <laughs> I've done a bunch of research. Some people I think that like this is not this is pro capital. So <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyways, guys, so that was the episode for today. I hope you guys like this episode. If you do, please don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts or where we get your podcast. And I'll see you guys next week with another episode. Bye, guys.